Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living That Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, international lifestyle coach. And today we're going to be talking about how wellness can help you deal with your struggles abroad. I am happy to be speaking with Lee Bodan, who is an international qualified personal trainer and nutrition and lifestyle coach. With her company, Fit Nutrition, she offers in-person and online group fitness and a full scope of health coaching. She is based in Cannes in the south of France, and she helps her international clients balance their health to lose weight and get strong so they can live an active life in the body that they love. So hello, Lee. Thank you for coming to speak with me today. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, me too. And I'm really... Um, as summer is coming, I think this is probably a hot topic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Trying to get ourselves and our bodies in shape for that sunshine that's um, for that sunshine that's coming. But not only that, it's not just about the phys- physical fitness, but just how that actually enters into our mental health um, when we may be going through, you know, different stages of our transition abroad. Um, I just wanted to have this talk with you about how you, you know, a bit about your expat experience and how you became to become um, a health coach and how you used wellness and fitness to kind of even help yourself through your own um, journey abroad. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um, one of the more positive things that you can do for yourself, especially if you are struggling And, um, you know, living, creating a new life, living abroad uh, is not easy sometimes. It's not everyday roses. No, it's definitely not. um, It's one of those good habits we can fall back on to really help us through a tough time, for sure. Yeah. So, Lee, I I want you to just give us a little bit of background about your, you know, your experience abroad, how you came to France and how you and how you started your company in the first place? Yes. Well, I first arrived in the south of France by sailing boats that had no main engine and no main sail. Nice. So that was, <laughs> yes, that was my arrival uh, in Le La Vendue in the year 2000. So at the time, um, I was working with my um, French uh, partner who became later my husband, then my ex-husband. So there, there's a big journey over <laughs> 20, there. Nearly 20 years. Yeah. But um, we were working as a uh, captain chef couple on yachts. Okay, so nice. I, Sounds like a dream life, right? Everybody dreams about. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> being, being, on the, being on the Riviera in a yacht, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I did for, for 10 years. So, um I have uh, a lot of chef experience under my belt. So from yachting, 10 years in yachting, then I opened my own catering company. And then I had my kids, so it wasn't as easy to work. And um, and in between that time, there was a transition for me that I really felt a calling into this path of health and wellness. So it slowly morphed. It was an easy jump for me to go from chef work into nutrition and then from nutrition uh, into uh, being a a fully qualified personal trainer. 
Because I can imagine like people who are, you know, renting yachts and sailing, they probably want the best food and the and the most quality stuff that they can get. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've yeah, we used to go to the ends of the earth to find certain ingredients or certain products for them. That, yeah, that was definitely part of the job. Right. So it's so it's that it's, it's that cooking that 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 ignited your passion to teach people about nutrition. Yes, because believe it or not, um, I also went through my own health journey. So I was, um, you know, like 20 some kilos overweight, um, 22, I think at my heaviest. Um, so it, uh, but in, within that yachting lifestyle, there was very little room for anything personal. So taking care of yourself yeah. was kind of last on the list. Right. And right, so, right. you know, I felt like I did that and struggled with my health in between times and did all these crazy crash diets to lose weight. And then I would gain it back. I mean, there was one year where I basically just wasn't eating and I was riding my bike up and down Cap Dantibes for three times a day. You know, it was wow. insane. Wow. Um, and so, you know, I think after you have kids, you kind of settle down, you realize it's not all about you and you have to take care of your mm-hmm. health for your mm-hmm. family as well. And that also was a turning point for me. Yeah, I can uh, I can imagine. I mean, I think when we talk about that, and I know we're talking about like when people are struggling abroad, it's I think sometimes we gain weight when we're feeling stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like comfort eating, you know, just to kind of deal with all the stuff we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, one of my downturns, of course, you know, on a yacht, you're and as a chef, I was surrounded by food all the time. <laughs> yeah. And when we were in the French West Indies in the Caribbean. So that was kind of like my first taste of a French life yeah. and French food. So being surrounded by all the croissants and the pain au chocolat, yeah. that, that just ruined me. I think I assigned <laughs> 30 pounds that winter just that basket of viennoiserie, you know, it, it was bad. Yeah. I remember my first, when I first came to France and I lived on um, Rue des Abbesses, and there's a really famous bakery there. And it was at the foot of the building that I rented my apartment in. So when I came down the stairs, you could smell the croissants. Oh. And I gained five kilos <laughs> in my first like two weeks in France. It was horrible. Oh, it is. It's, it's one of those pitfalls. It's like, it's so good. And we want to eat so much of it because it's so new to us. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you really have to put the brakes on that at yeah. some point. And there's this myth that like French women don't gain weight that, you know, how do they stay so skinny and, but they're eating these croissants and bread and all of that stuff. Do you, do you find like when you're um, working with international people, do they have uh, a problem with balancing sort of uh, that sort of way Europeans eat things and the way that. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, they they have certain genes, the French, that as especially as Americans, we come over and we just don't have the same (laughs) genes to eat these rich foods. And I would say, you know, 90% of my clients are um, foreigners. So they could be from England, America, um, Scandinavian, so from all all over, really. And um, yeah, there there is always that... um, you know, they, they, 
lose that sense of balance and it's part to do with the lifestyle and then part to do with just other foods that are just really hard to say no to on a different on a different level than in the states yeah for me I think when I first came I learned you know after those two weeks five kilos like okay there has to be a different approach to this like French people don't eat that stuff every single day right they may eat bread every day but they're not shoving down a pan au chocolat, you know, every single morning, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, besides the breakfast, so, you know, from a nutrition standpoint, that could use a little bit of an overhaul, but, you know, the rest of their diet, there's a lot of good mm. eating habits to take from living here in France. They hardly ever snack. They don't so snack. Yeah. They, they eat three, you know, well, aside from the breakfast, which could be a little bit more balanced, but, you know, lunch and dinner is very uh, balanced and generally tends to be good whole foods. So you've got, you know, lean protein, lots of fresh vegetables, salads, greens, um, and then, you know, in moderation, the cheese and desserts and wine and things like that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, the difference for me living here than in the States is the processed food. There is a lot of less processed food. You do not see French people like chomping down on Doritos and Cheetos and Cheeto puffs and Reese's no. Pieces and Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, <laughs> it's all of this stuff. And and if they do, it's over a nice aperitif and it's like one or two. It's not an entire bag. Exactly. So, it's not the supersized yeah. <laughs> packet that we get. Yeah. No one's eating in their cars. I mean, that would just be like, I think people would look at you like, what are you doing? You know, and, you know, even on the school pickup, it's like as a parent, like, it's good day time for the kids, but it's not good day time for, for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would not want to be, you know, you could be seen doing that, but you'd, you'd, Definitely um, point yourself out as a foreigner if you did. And so what can you tell me about like some of the issues you see some of your clients facing and how your journey of wellness and fitness has kind of helped to support them through whatever difficulties they might be facing when they first come and they're going through that sort of transition? I mean, I think you still go through struggles even when you've lived here a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, because then it becomes a very personal so journey. Even when you adjust, I still, you know, I, I work at it every day myself. I just use the tools that I've learned along the way. And it, these are the same tools that I teach my clients. So I think it's really individual. And I always try to stress in my coaching that it is an individual approach. There's no one size fits all um, when it comes to fitness or nutrition. Yeah, because um, bodies are different, metabolisms are yeah. different. Yeah, ages are different, stages of life. Um, so that all needs to really be taken into consideration. And but I think the one thing you know that has an impact that especially here on the Cote d'Azur, there's you know it's just part of the lifestyle is a lot of um, alcohol consumption. Sure, sure. And I think that's probably the one the biggest, one of the biggest factors aside from, um, general eating habits that, you know, that can be tweaked. That's one of the harder ones to give up because it's so social. It's so acceptable. Mm. We, 
you know, here uh, in the south of France, it's just all about, you know, like the sunshine and the rosé. And, you know, if you put English or Americans in there, they like that lifestyle. That's why they're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, For, you know, a big part of it anyway. So Yeah, and I I think sometimes, and I would say also with me and my journey in France, regulating alcohol consumption, you really have to pay attention to that because you could very easily be having wine every single day. And I think that that can lead to fatigue, to fatigue and sometimes depression. Oh yeah. It's, um, it it really has an impact on your health. Mm. And I see people who, um, you know, slow down on it, take it out, um, of their, their overall diet and consumption and, and, you know, after a few weeks, how much better they feel. And sometimes it's just a matter of knowledge and awareness. People just don't know that, yeah, actually, if you're having um, at a dinner party five or six glasses of wine over the course of the dinner, that could, you know, for some women, that could be um, half their daily calories in a day. So Sure. I mean, alcohol is... Alcohol and weight loss don't go together, right? (laughs) No, unfortunately, they do not, but... We try to find like a happy medium as well, because you have to live, you have to be happy. So um, there's some give and take. You have to decide how that fits into your lifestyle, but maybe not as much as it used to. Right. And do you find that um, like women who are coming, say, from Anglophone countries when they come to France and they see how... uh, you know, I mean, there are obese women in France also, but how the majority of the women are you know, quite slim, do they, does that give them a complex about their body sizes or how they feel about their body once they move here? I think so. I mean, even for my own journey, when I first moved here, um, because I was bigger, you know, I was between like a, uh, a French size 44, 46. And sometimes I couldn't find things to buy. Yeah. Like I would go into a shop and I was too big for the French sizes. Now it's a little bit different because I think everyone in the world is a little bit bigger. And so they, and they, they know now it's, you know, it's better for business if they offer those bigger ranges. But I mean, that was like a, a size 12, 14 in the U.S. So not even that big. But yeah. so I, I do think there's that, um, you know, that outlook of like, it, it, it seems that French women have the physique to kind of eat and drink whatever they want. Mm. And so if coming from, you know, depending on your, um, you know, your family background and things like that, if, if that doesn't work for you, yeah, then you'll find like, okay, so what do I do to be that size nice. smaller? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you literally cannot have your cake and eat it too for yeah. some people. And they I think what, what people don't, what they don't see is that when French women do not drink wine all the time. Like they'll sit on the terrace and they'll have a, a what do you like, a Ciro a la menthe, you know, and you, they'll have a Diet Coke, they'll have a coffee, they'll have a tea, you know, and then maybe they'll start drinking closer to like when their friends arrive or things like that. But they are not like sipping on rosé all day, 24 seven, you know, that is not. No, no. And, and they're very conscious, I think too, about um, maintaining a certain weight Yeah, because it, it's part of the culture as well. And then you have, 
you know, I've heard many times that um, French women would rather smoke than be fat or gain weight. I mean, when I first arrived in France, all women did was smoke and drink Diet Coke. That's all I saw them do. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think you just can't escape no matter, you know, what background you come from, there's going to be body image um, issues. Yeah. 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 And I wanted to talk a bit about, you know, when, when you, you know, when you, when you come to France and you're dealing with like all the admin stuff and all the setbacks that can happen when you're here, just like, like you've been divorced in France. So have I, I had to go through, um, a divorce in a different country, which is not easy, um, you know, because it's not the laws you don't know, they're not the same, you know, all of these things can become, you know, very stressful. And I think um, keeping myself physically active and fit supported me with making sure I was taking care of ourselves. So I just wanted to talk to you a bit about when you're in that sort of stuck energy, when you're in that down place, um, or you have clients that are in that space, how do you, what is it that you recommend for them to, to shift that energy? Well, one thing is, um, you know, try to bring the things with you that you love to do and make you happy. So Mm. if you were a gym goer in the States and that was kind of your anchor or how you grounded yourself, try to find that here. It's not going to be the same. The the, um, fitness industry and community, it varies, but it's, it's, it's getting more mainstream than it was definitely when I first arrived or even 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, with it's like, uh, CrossFit. And so it's more community based. Um, but it's not comparable. I don't think on a lot, depending on where you live, but, um, to, you know, what you would find in the States, but no, my best advice, and this is what I've actually, you know, tried to create for my clients is a sense of community. And, um, I think if you can get yourself into a fitness community, one, you're just going to feel so much better about going out and achieving there's there's a certain something in achieving something physically for yourself that mm. kind of has a knock-on effect you know being stronger physically for me meant I was stronger mentally and better able to to kind of take on those burdens and cope with different things that was coming up especially you know like you mentioned with the divorce so you know, and I think people bond over fitness as well. So it's a good time. Like you let your guard down, you're working towards, I'm, I'm thinking of like, you know, how I run group classes. So I do, um, like an outdoor bootcamp style class. Right. And the women in it, they have become really good friends. So you forge friendships and it's that it all is surrounded by that commonality of fitness and doing something good for yeah. yourself so I mean it does help to s- support the mental I mean I when I'm working out like I you know I go out for about 45 minutes every morning I mean it helps my mind clear up before I start the day and I think when you feel good in your body that really helps yeah especially getting out in fresh air getting out in nature if you can it's just can completely change your perspective yeah. I mean for me personally if I'm in a bad mood and I go do a training session, I go out for a run or a walk. It just, it does, it, it changes my Shifts thinking. Shifts that energy. 
Yeah. 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 Like I always tell my clients, you got to get energy moving. Like if you're stuck, you need to get that energy moving or you, or you literally feel like you are stuck where you are. So it's like, you got to get moving. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I just think the, you know, that, I mean, that's, it's well known, you know, that the endorphins that we create from exercise and it's not the same for everyone, but I do encourage anyone who even, you know, has not experienced that yet to give it a try because it, it really can make a difference on your mental health as well as your physical well-being. So if you, um, so if you have like, uh, if you could give some advice to people who, you know, are just coming to France and and they find the whole fitness thing a little bit different from where they came from or someone's been here for a while and they're just having like that thing we're talking about that stuck energy or or those burdens some what tips would you give them to sort of balance their health and to and to get moving that energy and moving into the right direction I would say to really um keep a really open mind and try something new to go out and, and find something that's really going to challenge you something. It could be maybe a sport or a hobby that you haven't tried before. Mm. And that could help you, you know, with the language barrier, it could help you feel more integrated being part of something. There are a lot of French associations, um, based around, you know, lots of different things, but if we're looking you know, at something, there's not just gyms. There are other clubs, other, um, like the boot camp groups. that you're running outside. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I mean, mine was kind of extreme, but I like to do, you know, go big or go home. Kind of thing. <laughs> so mine was that American in you. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm <right. laughs> um, just too much for them. Sometimes. But, um, mine was, uh, I just, I, I saw, this video on becoming a, a certified kettlebell instructor yeah. with strong first. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, that is possibly the hardest thing I could ever challenge myself to do physically. Right. And I'm going to go for it. So I just, you know, I would ask friends. So this was in the middle of my divorce. So this also coincided with, you know, kind of trying to find myself sure. within a new life in France. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would get in the car and go to these, I would drive to Italy to these workshops and I I've been all over Italy. Um, I'm now a certified level two kettlebell instructor. Um, and it's led to, um, being an assistant coach in Paris on, on a couple of the certifications. I have met, uh, friends that I will have for life. It's just an immeasurable experience outside of the, you know, what it's brought to my career and anything physical, my physical health. It was more about community. Yeah. Finding this community, finding something that gave me a sense of purpose. Yeah. And, uh, one of the best experiences in my life. And it was all because I watched a video and just decided in my head that I was going to go do that. But I think that's a big thing that you mentioned. It's like, especially when you, sometimes when you move to a new country and you first, you have that honeymoon stage. And then, you know, when the rose colored glasses start to fall off and a lot of people, I know that I coach have struggles with the sense of belonging finding their place in France and some people even though they've been here for a very long time they never really do 
And I mm-hmm. think going someplace where you can find some sort of sense of community is extremely important if you are struggling from feeling like you belong somewhere. So, you know, if you find that working out with people, you get a workout buddy, at least that's someone you have a purpose. Like you said, it gives you purpose. It gives you a sense of community and a way to connect with other people as well as doing something good for your body. Yeah, I think if that's the biggest takeaway today, that would be the number one is that I just think it's um, it's so important to feel like part of the community and it takes a while to do that here. So, you know, lean on other expats, do it together. Don't give up. Don't just think like, you know, I'm not going to integrate and and try to be part of society overall. But really, you know, forge those friendships and make those mm. connections with people. Yeah, as much as and you seek can. it out. Yeah, yeah. And so, in your group, the your boot camp that you do um, there, do you have French women who come along as well? Um, I don't. I have. I have to say, I have. Um, it's mainly <laughs> foreign clients. Well, do you know what? Though there's a big difference in how the French like to exercise and. True. That is so true. You know, they're runners and cyclists. And hikers. So, they love to yeah, do hiking. They do that avidly. The strength training, uh, especially for women, it's coming along, but right. it's still a little bit further behind. Yeah. They're definitely not into muscle building. Like having, you know, in the States, like we want to be like six packs and ripped and all that soft. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's becoming more popular, but it's definitely a magnet to more the, the foreign crowd at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, unfortunately we're coming to the end of our time, but I want you to tell people where they can find you, um, and to tell them about your company fit nutrition and where you're offering your boot camp and classes. So I'll just give you a minute just to go ahead and let us know where people can find you. Yes, absolutely. So on, uh, Facebook, you can find me at fit nutrition France and um, uh, on Instagram, I am Lee underscore Fit Nutrition. Um, and the website is www.fitnutritionfrance.com. And you can reach me. I'm always happy to um, hear from people. And I'm really responsive. I love chatting, meeting new people. Um, so you can reach me at info at fitnutritionfrance.com. And at the moment, I run um, online classes. So anywhere you are in France, you can reach me with those. And we have a couple of classes per week. Um, One, my most popular class, which is more of a studio class. So we keep that indoors is Core Restore. Okay. And and then my outdoor boot camps are in the, actually in the Valbonne Moujan area. So if anyone is listening from the south of France in that area, 
contact me. I'd love to meet you. Love to have you join in one of the classes. Well, thank you so much for coming to uh, speak with to speak with us today. And like I said, I will be putting all the information of where you can contact Lee in the description on the website of WRP. Also on my Facebook page, which is Monday Young Coaching. Um, and on my website. So you will be able to find all the information that you need there. And I would like to thank everyone for listening listening to us here on WRP. And I look forward to speaking with you next time.